This week on the Crude Effect Podcast, Alana and I, Shubi Nati, will discuss the Illinois governor's debate between current Governor Bruce Browner and future hopeful J.B. Pritzer. This thing was, to me, it was somewhat trivial from both sides. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mm-hmm. trust either one, but we have to have one. And I don't want Bruce anymore. We've seen what you know what he's going to do. Governor Rauner, yeah, Mister Rauner, Bruce Rauner, no governor. Yeah, I listened to him, and he was very defensive on a lot of things. Why do you think? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, JB came at him, and he just had to smirk the whole time Mm because he's like, "Dude, this is a layup for me because you done screwed up so bad." Right. JB Pritzer, he just basically went off his past mess ups, and yeah, those were his rebuts. Yeah. When it was time for Bruce Rounds to start off a conversation about taxes, or when Alan Kraszewski would ask him a question, or other Miss um, Mendoza, mm-hmm. Maldonado, Erica Maldonado okay. is her name. They would ask, start Bruce off with the question. JB would sit back, listen, rebut with one of Bruce's mess ups. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was it was a setup. And tell uh, me what you saw. I saw the, f- I mean, I think that was it was only two, and I saw the first one and. We had discussed, and the first one was a little more mild manner. It was a little more policy-driven. Yeah. It was like well, we talked about it before. It was like a couple of boxers, just yeah. first round, filling themselves out. Yeah, and I was, and I was more taken aback at how calm, I don't want to say how calm it was, but how it was more civil. That's the word I want to use. And it, and, it, and it came off civil. You know, there was a couple of jabs or whatever. Ooh, it was... But the second one, the one that most recently yeah. happened that you yeah. watched, geez, that thing, yeah, that was that testy. was blood sport. That yeah, was blood was. sport. Yeah, it was. That was blood sport. And yeah. because like, so much has went on since that last debate in the media. When you're the incumbent, you obviously have a record, right? So, like you said, JB has come in, and his people have come in, and they just basically said, "Look, you're just running on Bruce's record. You're not running on anything particularly that you are. I mean, right. you have some policies that we may want to, but JB, for the most part, has kept like, a lot of his policy stuff hidden. That's true. That's why you're hearing about this um, uh, uh, driver's tax, where like per mile you're yeah. getting taxed or whatever, yep. because that's a proposal that's been floated out here. Um, so you know they're trying to pull a little dirt out on him, but JB, for, I don't want to say he's a clean slate, but for the most part, politically, he's a clean slate because he's never ran for office. And, that exactly. was his, and so Rauner, it's kind of funny because Rauner's facing what he was when he came in, exactly. which was a dude who has no no political slate, mm-hmm. no nothing. And he so was you're running the back of Quinn mess up. Right. And so you're right. Rauner is on the top. I want to say top 10 of governors that are going to lose his job. So this I mean, is, is I mean, surprising? these are no, but these are numbers that He's JB. Right on cue. Yeah, these are numbers that JB and his people know, and, yep. and let's understand. Like yep. I said, you know, um, I, I'm not familiar with JB, but I do know someone from JB's family. So let's be clear on this. JB was just brought out to run because he could financially match Rounder financially. Pretty this much. was this, you know, like I was speaking with Shobi about this when there was a general poll put out against, you know, if anyone just ran against any Democrat ran against Rounder, what would the poll be? And at the time it was just a general poll and it was 46, 44 in favor of Rounder against just a general name. <laughs> so Rounder was already tied he was already right with just any person that they ran out there as a Democrat that had sense. And so they've already they'd asked JB to run before, I believe, after the Blagojevich nonsense. Mm-hmm. They'd asked him to run, then he didn't want to. Mind you now, he is a businessman. Yep. And this is something we're gonna dig into yes, yes we are. Um, a little later, but he is a businessman. And so they picked him because he could financially fight Rounder's pockets. Mm-hmm. Not because of policy, not because he's some great guy, yep. but because this man financially has the pockets to deal with Rounders financial pocket. There should be, and they brought this up in the debate, and I think this is very important. There should be a cap on how much 
a candidate can spend it on his uh, campaign. Absolutely. Because when you have Browner and the Pritzers and, you know, the, the middle class guys who may be really good or, or want a shot at governor, they don't have the deep pockets that no. these guys have. And no. their money drowns out yes. those other candidates. Yes. There should be a cap. What do you think about that? Well, th- th- I mean, you've, you've heard that from um, um, this on the federal level, campaigns, finance yes. reform yes. and all that, because yes. I believe, you know, every presidential election now we're spending more and more. We're getting into the billions. Because that does matter. Yeah. We're getting into the billions now, presidential-wise. Now, as far as, like you say, governors and, and the smaller offices, yeah, there should be a cap because, like you said, we're we're becoming an elitist government. Yep. And that was not how the Constitution was nope. designed. Now, nope. we can talk about the flaws of the Constitution all we want, but one of the designs was governmental-wise. It wasn't supposed to be filled with just rich people. You're right. And so, yeah, those. but once again, you're asking rich people to make laws that limit no, them. Of course. So we have to understand that that's yeah. what it is. And so there has yep. to be a swell from the from the bottom up. You yep. know, Madigan understands this. Madigan has deep pockets. You know, there was there was it's a almost like buying a campaign. Yeah. That's what it is. And these and these people, these lobbyists or whatever paying them. I, I looked at a thing the other day about um Ted Cruz and Paul Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these are two Republicans. And I mean both sides do it, mind you, by the way. I'm just pointing this out because I just saw it. But these two dudes, they came in to their jobs and they were, you know, maybe like hundred thousandaires. They're walking away multimillionaires. Yeah. So, yeah. and mind you, now your government salary is only one hundred and seventy-five thousand. Well, so they're getting money from other sources, yeah. lobbyists, and all this. So, yeah. yeah, this is becoming elitist kind of government. So, yeah, that I absolutely agree with you that there should be um, finance reform laws. Also, we talked about this term limits. Yes, and this is one of the things you know as we delve into JB and and um, Bruce that I want to talk about. Bruce ran on this, and I will, for whatever reason, I know what it was. It was more selfish for the Republican Party, but he, but <laughs> he, he did, but he yeah. did make a good point about term limits. He ran on that. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, that's gotten squashed. A lot of you know Democrats have squashed because they want, didn't want to touch it right. because they are scared of losing power as well. Right. But ultimately, that's where everybody should go governmental-wise because then it starts to eliminate some of the money because then they're at least they're going to have to pour money into someone every two to four years, every two to eight years. But you just can't have someone who's been sitting there 20, Well, that will require years. these candidates that we are speaking about having a pure heart towards government. Yeah, and, and they governing. they really yeah. don't. So I don't know, like you say, the Democrats or the Republicans, I don't know if they really want to go down that road because it can push them out. They yeah. have money. They have that status. Like you say, Madigan, he needs to oh go. Oh, my God. He is just, just time, dude. He is just a greedy. And like, yeah. and like I said. And but I, that's and what I, power does. Yeah, power corrupts. Totally. I And I'm going to tell you this. I listen to a, a program. I listen to Progressive Radio a lot. Stephanie Miller and uh, Tom yeah. Hartman. Dope. Tom Hartman is really insightful, dude. He yeah, threw he an idea out here. And it was great. And you know, it's just something. This is where we, once again, this is where we're here to, mm-hmm. to get the debate going. Tom Hartman threw something out here that was so profound. And like I said, we probably won't ever get there. But he <laughs> was talk he was talking about how I think it was the Romans or whatever used to for their government system, they would after every term or whatever, they would like collect, like let's just say in a hat or whatever, we collect every every person's name in a hat. Mm-hmm. And they would just take the the names out of the hat. And they would just grab them and say, okay, you're alderman for first ward. You're alderman for second ward. You're mayor. And they would do that every two to four years. I love, and, it, and, it was I almost, love and it was like jury duty. He that said it was idea. Like, yeah. And he was like, and, and he said. I love that. And he said, and then you, you wouldn't see, then you wouldn't see this misrepresentation that we that have in our, so in our politics. That's such a powerful. It was, so, and, yes he said, it and, he, and he said it was from Was the he Roman joking time. or was he no, serious? No, he was dead serious. Okay, okay, okay. And he, and he. Because he's a, he's a jokester too. Yeah, but he, but he also did say, he said, I understand that it probably won't go there. That's a great idea. He said, but this is where. 
He said, but this is where we have to start thinking because he said you can't get comfortable. Not only just that, but he said then you get a more representative government because then you're not going to be looking at, let's say, for instance, we have all our senators. I think out of our senators, what? I think there's, what, 50 senators? I think maybe Mm -hmm. 46 of them are white men. Maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, 40. So that's not representative of our our nation. But here's the downside to that. Right, he did name some downsides. That candidate or that neighborhood, that community can't get comfortable. And that's and that's the drawback. And so, yeah. but he acknowledged that. But he said that that drawback is worth it because, like, but you said, it may not be so bad. I just thought about it. If it is like that, the people will know that this is going to happen, or this is the road we're going mm-hmm. down, so they'll be prepared better. Yes, absolutely. And he said, obviously, we have to find an, an engine of where we could collect the names, and it couldn't be manipulated and all that. We'd have to find a way to do that and all that. And I he, think it's a great he, idea. And he acknowledged some of the limitations yeah. of it, but just and like I said, just hearing that, and and like I said, and he and he and he and he said, he's like, it's like jury duty. It's yeah. it's a civic duty that you whatever term you want to put by it, whatever. And it was just so insightful, yeah. and I was just like, wow. Yeah. You know, getting back to JB and and Bruce, these are, like you say, multi... And who raised this? Now, you said, who was this uh, Krzyzewski, or was this one of the candidates that raised that there should be a limitation on uh, uh, funding? Who raised that issue? Uh, Alan Krzyzewski brought it up. Alan Krzyzewski, he brought it up, and he's like, man, do you think that hinders, uh, you know, like um, like you say, the middle class or the the less fortunate uh, campaigners okay, yeah. who can't raise that yeah, much money that's a, and you that's have. that's a great question. No, it's that's awesome a great question. because you're leaving out a core people. And I want to say this too, um, Miss Erica Maldonado brought up a great point. She asked Bruce and JB, she's like, how can the lower middle class connect with you when you're on this high level of business and this and that? And, you know, how can you connect with how the lower relate? class? How, right. Yeah, connect, relate. How can you connect with that? How, what are your ways or your avenues and strategies that you're going to use to... What was, what was, I can imagine what Bruce's answer, what was JB's answer to that? They basically said, in a nutshell, on on just a vague level, they go out and campaign, this and that, you know, and they shake and, you know, they go visit, this is... That's weak sauce. But I mean, what are they supposed to say? I'll tell you what JB's supposed to say, at least from JB, because Bruce, yeah, Bruce ain't ready. JB can speak from the standpoint of all the community work that he has done. Now, JB has done a lot of community work, even as he was coming up. Now, they've had money, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but JB does understand to a certain extent how to build money. But from see, the what got off. killed with that was when Brown was like, yeah, you know, Brown said how there's a perception out here that he, you know, he was uh, born uh, with money. Yeah, born with money. He said that's not true. He said they were okay him and his family, but he, he, yeah, he made his he money. Got. Yeah, he made that, his money. That's what he said. But yeah. he said JB, on the other hand, or te- you know, just a silver spoon in his mouth, he inherited money. That's what he, that's what he said. Yeah, but like I said, JB's done yeah. more community stuff. You know what I'm saying? So he's he's reached his hand out to community. Because once again, JB didn't want to be political. I agree. He's, <laughs> let me, let's be clear on this. This yeah. man is running a a, a, a a dynasty of a hotel industry. So this this man does not have yeah, to sit here and waste and, time. And Ronald brought up some uh, some negatives on what he did. Oh, absolutely. And the toilets. That toilet yeah. thing is never going to go away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he ran from that. He, he, I mean, he, he what, what can up. you say? I mean, what can you say? Look, I'm going to say this, and let's just keep it 100. I'm never going to fault a politician, a citizen or whatever, that is trying to pay less taxes. I'm never, ever, ever ever going to fall because those loopholes are out here to be, you know, played with. That is our fault for allowing these loopholes to stay out And I mean, if you can save money. That's your job. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, that's your job for everyone. But what the problem is, do it for the lore. Right. 
And don't, you know, and don't just do it for the Lord. Don't be sneaky about it by putting it behind toilets or putting it behind, you know, yeah. go and actually put it behind offshore a accounts, not, not, prof, not yeah, offshore account. Go and help a not for I profit. I mean, that's never going to stop, but, you know. No, I mean, it won't because until, until they decide that they want to put tax laws that limit that, right? It's not going to happen. But I'm saying, that's the only way it stops. But it's not going to happen. Right. But, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and it probably won't, but you get my point. It's like, yes, yeah, if they want to stop stuff, if people want to stop stuff, government wants to stop stuff, they'll stop stuff. It's that simple. So, like you said, they don't want to stop it. They nope. don't. You know, I remember the big thing with Hillary and, and Trump was, oh, we're going to change the tax laws, and Trump's whole thing was, and we're going to put it on one card. Hasn't been a tax bill yet. <laughs> Hasn't been a tax bill yet, except to give the wealthy, wealthy people wealthy a cuts. tax cut. Yeah. That is the only, we have not simplified our tax code. They haven't even looked at simplifying our tax code it's because they want to continue to get those. You think a guy, let's just keep it 100, and Bruce, this mm-hmm. is Bruce, this is JB, this is Trump. All millionaires. Billionaires. Billionaires. Let's get it clear. You think, and I bet you a majority of them are not paying any tax, any federal tax. I hope you know this. And so you think that they want to change the tax law so Why that they would have they to want pay. To? Why would they want to? So that's all I'm saying. Well, Pritzker tried to. He tried to use it. Oh, how we rich? We should be paying a little more tax. He used yeah, that's that lip service. Of course it is. Because until you decide Republicans that that's what you want, if you Democrats want, if you want to have put benefited that, from this. Yeah, tax and if you put that policy on, out there, they're going to chew you and up. And that's where a lot of people like me and you. Uh, that's why we're probably independents because we know both sides are corrupt and you know they have their own agendas and they're both sides to me. This is me. I agree with some Republican views and I agree with some mostly Democrat Democratic views, um, views because they're for they're for the people. But I'm more of an independent, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, and yeah, you got to earn my vote. Yeah, you have to earn it. And like I say, both sides have points. But I'm just not. I'm more on the Democratic side because I'm for the people. I'm going to tell you this, too. As you say this, and this is where I'll give, once again, Rauner some credit. He has tried to soften his blow even though he will not distance himself from Trump because his party has become the uh, party of Trump. Well, I don't trust him because that first impression and how he was so arrogant when he first came in and said he was going to turn this thing around. He's going to run it like a business. I mean, he had that, you know how. Sounding like Trump. You know how we, you know, African Americans, you know, we get in our groove and we know, we know, you know, we just, you know, kind of feeling ourselves and we'll you know, yeah, you know, we shake our head. Yeah. You know, he had, I yeah. felt that from him. Because like, he, he like, won that yeah, election. Now yeah. what? Yeah, now I'm what? Here. And he came at Madigan like, yeah, what's up? Pretty and much. Ma- and Madigan was like, okay, and it's, it's going like, to be a dude, battle. It's, it's like, be a battle. dude, yeah, calm down. But once again, when you when you have but now look at whenever when when you've never been denied anything, it's, that's true. Yeah, and so Sarge this, is, just, this yeah. is this is his, this is his first probably Sarge, loss, yeah. well, major loss, and and anything. That's a major point. So I mean, like I said, just looking at these guys, they've never been denied nothing. So that leads me into the last part. We got about oh, four or five minutes. Let's talk about this. How these these billionaires and millionaires, these are these big business guys like Rounder and Pritzker, they get into politics. And they make, they make a lot of money outside, and they want to come into politics. Mm-hmm. And for me, and I'm sure you, we talked about this, we never understood that at first until we really looked at it. It's like, you know, it's all about money. And um, expand, expanding their brand, broadening their finances through the power of government office mm-hmm. because you have influence. People know you. Mm-hmm. You get your hands on a lot of things too. And you know what? I'm going to be totally honest with you. Some people may disagree with me. I, I really don't have a problem with that because you're, but some people will. Oh, he's doing this money. He's getting his pots for money. 
if that's a percentage of why you got in, that's fine. But once you get in, do your job by the people. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And we want keep, we know you all have the money, you have the the influence, and you you have those uh, I won't say loopholes, but you have those relationships where you can get in and and really make some headway financially. I've never been a hater of that. I right. never will be. As long as you do it the right way and yeah. you spread it out to the to the other. Right, half and the lower lower tier yeah. and the middle tier, so they can also have some breathing room themselves. Well, and don't be greedy. I agree. I agree. And just sit up there, do all do all this for yourself, yeah. and forget and bl- and, bl- and and starve everyone at the yeah. bottom. That's the only problem I have with this. Well, I agree, and that that's one of the reasons why the Clintons are still around because as much dirt as they've done, with you know crime bills and all that other stuff, at the end of the day, Bill and Hillary made it very clear, you know, I don't want to say made it clear, but they made it somewhat clear, like, we're going to go get this bread because they did it in Arkansas. I agree. But what they did was they made sure that they put policy in place that allowed there to be a middle class. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're still beloved. Yep. That's why they're still beloved. You can talk about the crime bill that shouldn't have happened, and I can discuss with you on why it did happen because at the time, you know, Bill had to have a perception of he was tough on crime, right. as every candidate did, which meant, you know, on brown people. But we can debate that, and he and I'm sure he would tell you if he had a, any humility, he was he made a mistake on that. Yep. That's one of the reasons why I think Hillary lost as well, not being able to accept when you made a mistake. It right. happens. That's what separates um, a good person, a good politician, a good businessman, businesswoman from one that's not uh, of good is that when you can say, I messed up and this is how, but this is how I'm learning – then that's how you can grow. I look at Jack Ma. I look at um, uh, Bill Gates. I look at these guys who have made multi-billion dollars. Yes. And one and of the very comfortable and, in life. And very comfortable in saying yes. where they messed up. Yes. And and how that mess up helped them grow. Because they're hard. But see, that's what you're it's talking about. That's what you're talking about. These are the kinds of people <laughs> that want to do the, the right heart. thing. And so that's why you have to question a guy like yes. Bruce, a guy Pritzker. like uh, Pritzker, Pritzker yeah. Trump, and even uh, Bill yeah. and Hillary. Because if, if you can't find fault. The last person I heard really say that they had fault was Barack Obama when he's admitted openly well, man, that's on a, camera. That's a whole but I'm just saying like level but of this man is, right but this there, is dude. this is the kind of leadership that we should be getting from our councilman, councilwoman, alderman, alderman, all the way up to the highest office in the land. And that's all I think what you're what you're, you know, asking, I well, think. Well, Barack since you brought it up, he's the only man or president I've seen that genuinely him and his family and his wife look happy together. They look like they enjoy themselves. They enjoy their marriage. They enjoy their family. Back to this money thing. All Americans want in this country, you know, they're going to be rich people. They're going to be people who are well off all the time. God will grace a percentage of us in this country to run business, to have the intellect and and the know-how to really get out here and earn on a high level. Mm Mm-hmm. In the other tiers, there are different stages. Well, middle class, they'll be fine with having a really good salary and, and providing for their homes and able to do things with their family. This is all Americans and anyone in the world, for that matter, acts is put the people grow. in yeah, position to have a abs- nice life, take absolutely. care of their families comfortably absolutely. where they don't have to struggle and stress themselves out. Now, there are going to be a percentage that's just going to go, go another way and everything doesn't work out as perfect absolutely. as I'm spinning out. Yeah. But at least the shot is there. Put people in position. Yeah. And I blame Stop taking these advantage. billions, yeah. billionaires that have this money and they keep hoarding yeah. this money. Absolutely. It's like, dude, you don't need all that money to have a great life. Yeah. But a lot of them, like we talked about, I don't know if they believe in afterlife or that man upstairs are going to see that man upstairs. Right. That's part of the problem. But it's like, how can you live your life constantly 
taking and taking. Taking and I taking agree. and taking and I looking agree. at other people struggle like that. And you have plenty. Yeah, you, I agree. Now you're, you're I don't you're like to it. count others' money, but you don't need all that money to have a great life. Well, you're not you're not designed to have it. Yes, exactly. It's for the people. Well, and like it's I the said, reason why stuff yeah. is upside and down that, and in that this cha- country. And that changed. We talked about it. We don't want to get off it's track. That's thing, too. That changed, that changed in the 80s, you know, with, with tax policies with Reagan and all that, where the right. top percent wasn't getting taxed at 40 percent and like i said we don't want to get off tier because we only have a few minutes but Couple that, of minutes. that's just that's just what happened when 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 conservatives got into power during the reagan era taxes went you know for the corporate and the high from 40 percent down into like i think the 20s and the reason why those taxes were so high was and there was caps on uh ceos getting money and all that was so that way that money was given back to the people yep. and we have not had these issues since those tax laws have been you know changed and even now, we've lowered the corporate tax rate during Trump's and all that. And and I'm telling you, mark my words, we're going to have another financial collapse. It's not going to affect us because, once again, you know, our resources are limited. It'll affect us <laughs> to a certain extent. Right. We, we know how to survive, but it's going right. to affect those who are in the middle class, you know, like those who are on the Roseanne show, some of these, you know, middle to lower middle class, you know, su- uh, suburbs out in Illinois. And I'm not talking about Oak Park, Naperville. Yep. I'm talking about Molina. Yep. I'm talking about some of these other places, you know, Champaign and all that, Sandwich, Illinois, all these other smaller places places that's where you're going to see it, where you start seeing that you know white middle class shrink down a little lower we're all in the same boat it's not about color we're right. all in the same boat yeah, right. it's about finance but see people have been fooled into thinking it's about color and thinking oh well if i'm this particular color i'm going to be okay green and it's not true. is it's the only color universal that color yep that will up. conclude our show for this week i would like to thank you all for listening once again you can find me show be not tea on facebook at show be not tea and on twitter at c not tea and on instagram at c not tea three one three oh and you can find me on Facebook at Ali, Instagram Ali for Life, and Twitter Ali21. Uh, what is it? 21 And I want to give a shout out to the Warner Saunders family. Warner Saunders Sr. passed away yeah. over the weekend. Um, I went to Dolces. school with his son. Um, him and Harry Porterfield were two black men yep. that I know we grew up watching. Yes. And um, they were inspirational they to were us. They were like television dads. Yeah. yeah because <laughs> that was crazy. something, you know, we came in and could see. Yep. Um, image of, of men of color yep. on, on TV. And so yep. Very important. I just want to give a shout out to the Saunders family, the Portishville family, just, just helping us, you know, grow as men. Thank you.